Hello and welcome back to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where I, Rosemary McCabe, talk to my sister, Beatrice McCabe, about random things that occur to us throughout the week. This week, Beatrice, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about clothing and I was going to say, and I, Rosemary, since you left that like opening for me to talk about what I do on the podcast is I listen supportively, I offer suggestions and I make you feel generally great about yourself. I would actually like to say that what happens is I suggest topics and you say yes. And then at the last minute you go, actually, no, let's do this. And then I go, okay. Well, in fairness, like the topic you suggested for today on the cusp of the new year, Rosemary, of the Irish New Year, because like in a in a you know in our in an effort to be inclusive, my child told me this week that there are New Years all over the world that aren't our New Year. I was like, that's fair, but I did think to myself that your chosen topic, aging, immediately depressed me. So I was like, I think we should we should do that on your birthday when I'm feeling good about the fact that you're getting older and I'm not. Ish. We should actually be grateful and feeling very positive for the opportunity to age, Beatrice. It shouldn't be a depressing thing. And that says more about you, to be honest. That's true, Rosemary. In a year of COVID, I should just be delighted to be here having aged at all. You are we correct. We should just be delighted to be like a year away from the beginning of this. If you know what I mean. A year Potent- closer to the potentially. end. Potentially. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Should we, should, should we be delighted? I'm not sure. I'm not even sure. I'm already drinking rosé and it's what time? 4.56. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I've been drinking it since 2.30. I was cooking mince pies, which are still not made. I just went into the kitchen. The pastry that I left there to whatever it is that it's supposed to do in the two hours, like you're supposed to leave it to settle, etc. In the fridge, no? Well, yes, but I didn't do that. You know, half measures. I left it on the counter, covered. <laughs> I went in, uncovered it and found what looked suspiciously like paw prints all over it. I was just I about go, to say, I'd say yeah. <laughs> I go, is this, massage. I go, who's touched the pastry? Nobody, nobody. I'm like, oh my God, it's the cat. I go, seriously, has anybody touched the pastry? Tell the truth, you won't get in trouble. Yes. It was us. <laughs> Bow and chance. It was us. I'm like, what were you doing? We just wanted to poke at it. Why? We just wanted to see what would happen. Like literally nothing's going to happen. Like what? what is wrong with you? You've got a house full of toys, a house full of stuff. You've got a massive back garden. Why do you need to poke at the pastry? Bo and Chance are like the twins from Harry Potter. They actually are. I was reading an article today. They're always up to something. I was reading an article today about director, artist, like extremely talented individual called, uh, what's his name? Jaffa. Can't remember what his first name is. But anyway, I mean, you'll know it if I say it. Anyway, there was an article and there was a, a part in it where he talks about his brother. So the, so the interviewer says... Because it's the pandemic, I didn't realise we did this interview over three Zooms and I didn't realise that your man had his brother in a chair across from him the whole time, like in the room, that his brother was working at a desk, you know, in the same room. And she goes, but every now and then the brother would interject and say something like, oh, yeah, when we were growing up or when we were whatever. And so there were a couple of, of bits about what the brother said. And the brother at one point, his name was Boston. Boston goes... He says, oh, myself and my brother, when we were growing up, he said, we used to have bunk beds and I would sleep on the bottom and he would sleep on the top and we would, he would draw something, he would pass it down to me and I would draw something and pass it back up. And I'm like, this is literally the two of them. They're in bed at night. Oh yeah, good point. Sketching things that they pass through. And when I go in at like 11 o'clock and I go, guys, 8 p.m. is your bedtime. Why are you still awake? It's like, there's no kind of like, oh my God, we're snares. They're like, mom, we're not finished our graphic novel. We're still, so I was like, maybe they're going to end up being like artistic geniuses or... Or maybe they'll be like Lee and the other child and then end up writing books together. <gasps> well, one of them will have loads of talent and the other one then will... Will piggyback on it. Great, exactly. Fingers crossed, Beatrice. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to say anything, Rosemary, now because it's getting a bit awkward between us. Keep going. Let's change the subject. <laughs> 
So oh, sorry, actually, but in fairness, what? Rosemary, I'm probably piggybacking on your fame. I'm now feeling super smug, but like I'm actually piggybacking on you. The only reason anybody listens is because of you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the reason they stay listening is because of your tinkling laughter. Well, that backfired, in fairness to me. Sorry, did you just hear that noise? There's a cat scraping determinedly at the outside of my bedroom door. I heard nothing. But didn't you already say the cats have already laid ruin to your beautiful new sideboard? Whatever dresser. Oh my God, my beautiful new dresser. The first day I installed it, I was like, "Hmm, there's a weird scratch here that I didn't notice before. And then the other day I looked and there are several scratches, like, but they're in groups of four. So they're definitely from Claws. You know what I mean? Or from Brandon as he wakes up in the middle of the night and in his nightmares tries to get away from you with his (laughs) fingers. I thought we decided Brandon was the Kathy Bates and I'm being kept captive. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're Sherilyn Fenn. He's chopped off all of your limbs. That's boxing hell. Now that's not, that's not Kathy Bates. That's Julian Sands. We went from misery, which was mildly torturous to boxing Helena. I haven't seen any of them. I have. Yeah, I have. I just watched Parasite yesterday for the first time. It was very good. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it was very good. Highly recommend. Did that also remind you of Brandon or something? Like, why'd you bring it up just there? Because I was thinking of films that I hadn't seen that people kept telling me I should see and Parasite was one of them and then I thought I'd tell you that I saw Parasite and that you should watch Parasite as well. Oh, it's literally every film now. I'm like, I haven't seen any of them. The one that I really still want to watch is Whiplash. Have you seen that? I have seen Whiplash. It's very good. Is it very good? And what's his name? The main actor guy? The... The grown-up guy, the adult yeah, guy. Yeah, I really like, like him. I can never remember his yeah, name. Yeah, amazing, right? And he's in this amazing TV show that I think I've already recommended here. Two seasons of, oh my God, what's it called? I, I don't know why I have like such a problem now. I know everybody's going to be like remembering anything, but like genuinely have such a problem with the name of this TV show. And it's so good. And basically he is just a regular Joe nobody living his life, right? In a normal universe. And then he suddenly meets his doppelganger and discovers this is a parallel universe and it's all very insidious and it's on. But the acting, like literally, because I love sci-fi, but this is like sci-fi with, you know, the best actors ever. So it seems very, it's like, it's like there's enough sci-fi that it feels sci-fi-esque, but it's also like grounded in actual... Gritty realism. Yes, thank you. Okay, What's well, we will, just, we will find out What's the name, name of it and we will put that in the It starts notes. with a D in my defense. Oh, okay, so Donald? No, no, no. The TV show. <laughs> oh, stop. So today we thought, after that very relevant intro, today we thought we'd talk about clothing. Yeah, because I have had major problems getting anything to wear for Christmas. No, every no, no, single no. Thing... Hang on. Yes, hang but on, Rosemary. Hang on. But Rosemary. No, no, no. No, no, you no. Had a, you had a revelation the other day. Did I? When you were thinking about giving some of your clothes away. Do you remember? And you were like, oh my oh, God, I Jesus. couldn't give that to that person. Well, I thought we would get there because basically it all stemmed from the fact that I was like, I'm dying to get something new and beautiful for Christmas because it's been COVID, right? And I've worn nothing but like right now, look at me in my matching Target sweatpants. Matching I'm very sweatpants. jealous. Doesn't even make sense. They're incredibly cozy, but I'm also slight, mildly sweaty, right? So that's kind of the thing that mm-hmm. I don't like about loungewear is like, it's not very breathable. Maybe that's the shh, maybe we, Liam. Maybe Liam should edit that out. That might be a business idea. <laughs> sweat, sweat wicking loungewear. I mean, it's I'm sure it exists. Actually, now that I say it, I'm sure it exists. I'm being so stupid. Anyway, 
So I was like, God, I'd like to wear something really nice, even though I was watching Busy Busy Phillips posted a picture of herself at Thanksgiving, right? And she was all dressed up. And I was like, I should have gotten all dressed up. I got all dressed up for the pudding video, but I didn't get all dressed up for Thanksgiving. And I was like, I should have gotten all dressed up for Christmas. I'm going to put on all my makeup and do all my everything and put on my nice new clothes. And I was looking at my wardrobe and I was like, I hate everything. Okay, because like I've been looking at it for like even the new things are now a year and a half old. I just haven't had the opportunity to wear them properly, right? Yeah. So I was like, what? So I, I immediately went on to H&M and Zara and looked at all the things they had. And, and that lovely tiered dress that you recommended me against, that you recommended against, I immediately purchased it and it's winging its way here. I'm going to put it on and hate it, right? I know I'm going to hate it. But all those things that I wanted to buy that we you discussed, like the, well, we discussed these lovely kind of like formless, which is very flattering in this particular year, satiny dresses and stuff, right? Do you remember the ones that like... Fancy moo-moos. Yes, very yeah. nice, right? None of them were in stock, as you know. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, listen, so everybody's I, had the same idea. Everyone's like, like, been at home in quarantine, been eating too many Terry's chocolate oranges, not speaking about anybody in particular, not even no, talking. No, no, God. A friend no. of a friend ate too many Terry's mm-hmm. chocolate oranges. Yeah, everybody wants a formless dress. Imported. Everybody's coming around to, to my way of thinking. Well, I mean, I told you about Don, didn't I, when we met? And I think I've Is had... wearing already, a moo-moo? No, have we already had this conversation where I said, like... You know, I, I tend to wear, I tend to wear loose clothes, right? Because being somebody who's not super historically proud of my body or whatever, like haven't been super fit, always was like, and then did a lot of internet shopping. So I'd always kind of err on side of caution and order up, right? Oh, order up, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely not somebody who's into bodycon clothing at all. I've never liked it. Thin, you know, not thin. I've never liked it. It's just not my style. So anyway, I was in the office recently and one of the girls that I work with who does like bodycon dressing, she's like, I came in in something that I would have honestly thought was a little bit too tight. And she goes, wow, you look amazing. She's like, that looks amazing. Really flattering. And I mean, there is something to like dressing to flatter your figure, whatever size it is, like the closer, you know, the more that it fits you actually, yeah, it is, there is something to it, right? And she goes, oh my God, you look amazing. She goes, oh my God, you should wear clothes that fit you more often. You know what this means? She obviously thinks about this a lot. I don't know. I think she thinks about it about everybody. Anyway, and I go, oh, maybe joking. I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, all oh, my clothes fit me. She goes, no, no. She goes, your style is like drapey, oversized. It's probably true, right? I'm like, it is because I do think that's nice. You can put a belt around it and it's great. Like you can always fit. But I mean, it's not to be, you know, it's, it's not untrue to say that during all my pregnancies, all my clothes fitted me throughout my entire pregnancy in which I put on 50 to 60 pounds and then I still wore them afterwards. Like I wasn't somebody who had a pregnancy wardrobe and a non-pregnancy wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. You weren't like, jeans, oh no, I can't right? fit into that like yeah, stiff no. cotton zip dress. No, yeah. no. I'm like, oh, my dresses still all fit me. Can't believe it. I mustn't have put on that much weight. Only 60 pounds. <laughs> right. But they still fit me afterwards. But the only thing I did replace were maybe trousers, like jeans, right? They're not like exactly, yeah, you know, yeah. jeans you have to, you, you can't like wear massive jeans or, or tiny jeans you have to wear the jeans that fit you right or the no jeans, and you the also want panels. the ones with the nice stretchy waistbands yeah exactly so anyway so I come home to Don and I go Don can you believe I was like I was kind of like laughing I was like can you believe your one says this to me can you believe that that's her impression of me that everything I wear is oversized he goes Beatrice it's the truth he goes you don't wear anything that fits you I'm like excuse me and I have to say he also likes a good pair of extremely tight jeans as you might know right I'm like oh he does and shorts mm-hmm. and shorts I'm like excuse me and he goes, yeah, when we first met, I didn't know whether to date you or inflate you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think you've ever told me that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very good. I was actually shocked because you know the way, I mean, seriously, you know the way you make jokes about like 
people's like, you know, massive knickers, right? And we talk about like helicopter knickers. Like, All I of my knickers like, are I, My entire wardrobe is a helicopter wardrobe in Don's eyes. Oh my God, speaking of massive knickers, do you remember the, I ordered this really nice monkey bikini <laughs> from from ASOS that yes. came with these like big, full kind of 50s, really high waist knickers, bottoms like. And when it arrived, I opened it in the sitting room. I, I, was, I was living with mom and dad at the time. I opened it in the sitting room and I held up the knickers and I was like, oh, I think these are going to be a bit big. And dad and I laughed and we chortled and I held them up, but I practically like, put them on my head as a hat. And I was like, look at this ridiculous. <laughs> you waved and them then, on the end of a flag. <laughs> yeah, I like waved them out the window as an SOS to the neighbours. And then literally about four <laughs> minutes later, I came walking into the room in my perfectly fitting bikini. I have like it, reverse body dysmorphia where I'm like, those oh my enormous God, knickers absolutely... are way too big well, for my depends. bum. It depends on the day of the week. I, I have like reverse True. or non-reverse. Yeah, exactly. But don't forget, right? Like, and this is going to sound ridiculous to like in the future to my kids or whatever. But, you know, we were around for the beginning of internet shopping, right? So things would arrive in the post and I would go, oh my God, mainly jeans, trousers, like have a, have a habit of looking incredibly massive in my mind, right? Oh my God, to me. yes. Yeah, yeah, I know like what they, you mean. You know what I mean? Like they'd rock out of the ASOS bag or whatever and I'll go, massive yokes this tent how yeah, is this a size also, 12 or you know 14 Be- like obviously because they're flat so from the front they look like they're three feet wide and you're not three feet wide but actually you're no, 3d I mean, so it's different do you know no, what no, I, mean? I mean but like i know exactly what I you mean get but you why, lift but them I'm up and you're like saying, oh my god yeah but the point is also when you go into a store if you know or to a shop if you notice like jeans are very cleverly like folded in on themselves you know what I mean they're half folded oh, yeah. or yeah, else yeah, they're yeah. folded in on themselves so like so you always pick them up and you go mm, these extremely slender jeans could fit on my slender bod on my good looking you know finely shaped bod I remember when Baywatch came out do you remember like and they were very for the I'm very first young. time oh yeah I was very I was very young I'll be there I was very very young Rosemary stop singing anyway is, that's not the Baywatch song is it it's it not no. <laughs> the right. Baywatch song is Some people go to the darkness Ready to step into the light I'm always there Well then you out of my sight I'll, oh my be, God. Ready. Oh I'll my, be ready I'll be ready Never you Oh my be. God, let's go Whoa, hope. don't you Oh God Anyway, right Well, I mean, I'll be Right, I'll be Okay, I'll be dot, dot, dot. Anyway, Granny, go on I remember anyway. when Baywatch first came out <laughs> We had two channels and one of them <laughs> we had We did Baywatch. only have two channels. Do you remember we only had two channels? And then we yeah. got TG3, do you remember? And for like a year and a half or two to three years, all it was was like static hissing. Do you remember that? Don't remember that. And I was like, really like, what's this going to be? It's going to be amazing. Ah, uh, the, he- the heady days. We had such yeah. hope for, for TV3. Yeah, anyway, listen. You remember when Baywatch first came out and then what happened? Oh, my point was and these allegedly like, you know, voluptuous women were cast on except for that one Alexandra super skinny tall one, which like, again, er, you know, it's good that like different shapes. All bodies are good bodies. All goodies, all goodies, all goodies are good bodies. But it was good. Like it was the first time that I'd ever seen like a very voluptuous person on TV. And then I realized actually she was extremely skinny. with massive And just had boobs. massive tits. Do you remember everybody <laughs> kept calling Giselle the curvy supermodel? And it was just because she had tits. Well, I mean, did she even? No. I mean, no. I mean, yes, Beatrice, whether they were 
no her rosemary when you when you her saw God -given no, that's tits not, or her that's not what I meant what I meant was when you saw her in real life did she oh, have them no they were very small yeah 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 I know what you mean they just look big because oh, we're very very God, slender small body don't judge me by your own standards I thought you were surgery shaming listen I know listen. you did Let's let's get back to clothes for a second. Oh, yeah. I just want to point something out that is an anomaly in fashion, right? So you say that you love oversized, kind of swishy. Like I'm imagining kind of bohemian. Don't talk now for a second. Bohemian art teacher vibes. Do not object to this. So you think, right, the arrival of Koss. One would have thought that Koss was going to be perfect for you. And maybe for me. And actually, Koss is very stiff cotton. And even though things look oversized, they're never really that oversized. Thoughts? You may speak now. I feel like you're 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 trying to force me to reply. You, you have an answer already in your mind about how I'm going to answer this and you want me to answer it. And I'm trying. I don't want to give you the satisfaction because you told me to be quiet and I didn't appreciate that. But yes, you are correct. And cost was incredibly annoying because when you this go into cost... was very exciting, wasn't it? When, when it first opened. Well, I mean, there are a couple of nice things, right? Like in Cossack, but it's extremely tricky to get anything that looks nice on you, right? Mm -hmm. They're extremely, mm -hmm. like they're extremely, um, I find certainly, I mean, and this isn't, you know, I'm sure there are some like Cossalites out there who are going to be like, Coss is amazing and everything looks amazing on me. Well, it doesn't on me. It was a bit like Marnie where I worked the very first job I had, where I was it like everything looks incredibly oversized until you go to actually try it on. And then the armholes are designed for an extremely tiny person, even though the tent, yeah. the dress itself is tent-like. It's but only you know tent-like. Uh, don't speak, please. It's only tent-like on a size six individual for who whose tiny stick-like arms will fit graciously through these armholes and then what Rosemary? don't body shame people with tiny arms oh oh so jesus <laughs> i'm just saying that i know marnie i know exactly was, what you marnie mean. was body mean. shaming people who didn't have these twig like six foot six foot long arms that's not correct size six arms <laughs> Are you making them sound like a very very slim neanderthal with the knuckles like, dragging uh, the bread they were only good for jack skellington but <laughs> I think Zara must use the same fit models or the same mannequins that Marnie does because Zara arms are tiny. Like no matter Rosemary, Zara now goes up to like XXL or XXXL Rosemary, and the arms just, are tiny. No. Rosemary, I can't, I can't engage in this conversation. You're just shaming thin arms. Like, and I, as a possessor of thin arms, really feel, I feel embarrassed right now. I feel, you I feel, I feel hated. so like our mother now. Like when I say something <laughs> is sexist, right? And then 10 minutes later, I'll say something like, Oh, yeah, because women find a mum and go, well, a minute ago you were saying something with sex. Now you're generalizing about women. That's that's who you are I right now. I have to say, like, mom, love you. But, like, I don't think she's that quick with the rebuttal. What did she give out to me the other day? Oh, I was telling her that somebody, she was talking about somebody great. And I was like, oh, no, he's not great. You know that, you know, there are a lot of allegations going around about him. And she said, well, allegations are just rumors. Well, Rosemary, she's not wrong. Have you looked up the synonym of allegations? I guarantee you. It's just rumours. Anyway, so going back to me and Christmas. So it's Christmas and I'm looking for a dress. I have this three-tiered spaghetti-strapped wonder winging its way to my door that no doubt is going to be absolutely hideous on my actual body and me. Spaghetti-strapped? Yes, you already said. Those oh, spaghetti straps will be too long. This one with the very long spaghetti straps. Yeah, it's not going to be good on the bubs. I'm okay. I'm, I'm enthusiastic to see it. Well, anyway. I also have in my wardrobe, and I don't want any eye rolling on this, I have a lovely, um, I'm not actually sure what the fabric is. It's like a, your eyes are closing. In <laughs> my eyes have closed. I'm just preparing my eyes are closed. 
a lovely involuntary one-shouldered, long-sleeve, woolly-tiered, kind of sparkly black top that I really want to wear. One-shouldered? Correct. And I, I can't quite... Yeah, I, your face is doing all kinds of contortions that I'm not sure what's going on. Hard it's like you're having a really bad uh, allergic reaction in your own bedroom. But I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to feel about wearing a one-shouldered top at dinner with my four kids ranging in age from two to nine, right? What kind of Will bra are you going to wear? I haven't gotten that far because I still don't know if I'm going to wear a bra. It's probably going to be a regular bra with one strap tucked down the side. That's what I usually do, ah, right? class. Very class. Thank you. Um, so basically, those are my two options, which then led me to look around my wardrobe and say, what the hell are all these other clothes doing in here? I hate nearly all of them, right? Like there's so few of them that I like. I would say there's 20%. No, sorry, that's probably really, really I'm actually going to count them. I'm going to count them and we can do it. We can do a percent. It's probably 8% that I wear on a regular basis, 4% of which I actually hate. Okay. But I still wear them. There's probably thirty no, percent that I would hang on. Of the eight percent you you regularly wear, do you mean fifty percent of that eight percent you hate? Four percent yes. in overall. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. so higher. Okay, yes. Yes. So there's probably then another twenty five percent that I am holding on to for the day that I look great in them, right? Including that polka dot dress that I bought last year that I absolutely love. I feel I fitted into it for one day last spring when I lost loads of weight, and then I promptly was hit by a pandemic and put on all the weight that I'd lost. Which which polka dot dress is this? A beautiful polka dot dress that I bought from Britain. I don't know what the designer is. It's like a, a beautiful, but, but again, I should have known better. It's flesh toned. So every lump and bump is like incredibly unattractive, right? But there was a moment where with a pair of spanks, the lumps and bumps were smoothed out to the extent that I could wear it. But like, there was I mean, a moment where with a pair of spanks and a, and a deflating pump, and some Vaseline on the lens. I looked beautiful in that dress. <laughs> you bitch. Just go on. Anyway. What other, what other dream items do you have? And there's probably 25% that I'm like, that's just ugly and I should get rid of it. But like, I feel bad because I haven't really worn enough. But then there's another 25% that I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And like, maybe I could style it somehow. But the other day, like I picked up the sweater, one of the sweaters the other day. And I was like, this sweater is actually probably... It's it's a crop top, right? Which is probably not its intent. I bought too small of a size in TJ Maxx and it was cool two years ago-ish and it's probably not that cool right now. And like, I don't even know what my style is anymore now that I've been locked in this house for a year and a half. Do I Bohemian have a style? art teacher. No, no, take back. I mean, I love art teachers. In a cool but like, way. But Rosemary, what that conjures up is not cool. Bohemian, I'm not a bohemian art teacher. No, I'm an no, no, urban, I know, I know. I'm an urban, eclectic something yeah i think basically if, if if we took your 10 best outfits right and took pictures of you and then did a survey and asked people to guess what you did for a living i think we might come up with like art gallery owner you know what i mean that it's kind of artistic and no, eccentric you're probably right probably would be like art teacher, which is fine which is fine no no, but no like, i don't think well, art teacher you're not like no but not Rosemary, paint on things no, no, but like art teachers don't have a lot. Like art teachers are eclectic individuals. And actually my art teacher in school was my favorite person ever, a second to my English teacher. I was just about to say, right? you, yes. you know who's going to be listening to this and raging. She's not going to be raging because she knows that ours is a true, true obsession. As in mine is a true obsession. And hers is a true... Yourself. No, hers is a true reception of obsession. You know what? When you were saying there that you have all these clothes in your wardrobe that you're like imagining you'll fit into or that will suit you one day I was 
I was thinking like rather smugly. I was like, well, I don't have any clothes in my wardrobe that don't fit me. And then I realised actually everything in my wardrobe doesn't fit me. I just never try anything <laughs> on. So like I'm I'm living in a state of like, it doesn't matter if they fit me because I don't need to wear them right now because I'm living, I'm like subsisting on a diet solely of leggings and jumpers. It's all I ever wear anymore. But when I went to come over to your house for Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm going to wear this floaty muumuu. No longer is it a floaty muumuu. It's practically an herb leger now. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. It must have shrank in the wardrobe. I've never even washed it. That must be it's it. fucking tiny now. Yeah, but you know what? Like, there is no trying on anymore. That's the thing. So yesterday I bought two bras in Target. Two, what would you call them? Uh, I'd call them like bralettes, wouldn't you? Um, I don't know, but like basically trying not to have any underwear in my bras because I'm having sore boob problems, right? Sorry right. to anybody who doesn't want to hear that, Kevin. If you're having, if you're having boob problems, I feel bad for you, son got 99 problems but a bra ain't one because I haven't worn one in about three weeks go on are you serious I hate not no. wearing bras so gross super sweaty in my opinion anyway I'm pretending I didn't see that horrific up, <laughs> up top shot but thanks anyway um, yeah so I went I bought and so in one I bought an extra large and the other one I bought a large neither of them fits me the large is too small the extra like, that's the problem with not having sizing in bras like a bra is great in concept but like if you don't actually have sizes it's a problem you're the Goldilocks of bras. This one's too small. This one's too... I think oh, so I... About... So thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for victim blaming. Thanks a lot for that, Rosemary. Thanks you're not a, a victim. Lot. What, like I'm a, a victim, a victim of, of big bra. I'm a victim of the bra industry, Rosemary. Thanks a lot. You know what? I'm, I'm looking for support here, like physical support. And the bra industry can't help me. Well, what I was going to say was, I think when you wear bralettes, because I have quite a few like that, like unsized, you know, like medium, large, extra large or whatever that have no underwire. You have to just live with the fact that your boob is either going to be slightly hanging out... Like, no, I Rosemary. have one that I absolutely no, love, Rosemary. but I have four boobs no, in it. No, Rosemary. No, excuse me. This is not about slightly hanging out. In one of them, it is so large that my boobs just are literally hanging down within the bra. They may, The bra may as well not be there, right? Fine. In the relaxing. other one, my I bent over to pick something up. And I don't mean like bent fully over. I reached across the counter to pick something up and my boobs just pop out. And it's like, this is not, like, it's just acting as a support for, I'm not sure what, my armpits? Like, it's just literally, it is like some kind of weird, extremely stylish looking chest holder. It's no like thanks. a waist cincher for your diaphragm. I mean, I've seen, it's, it's like something that you might see on, like, in the Sound of Music, lederhosen style, but like up top. No thanks, I don't need this. Do you think underwear is, like, is, is underwear important to, like, not just how our clothes fit, but you know, sometimes you put on, like, if I'm wearing bad underwear, I can't try anything on in the shop. Oh my gosh, you know you're mean? actually weird. No, I don't know what you mean. Do you actually think that good bras... Now, there's going to be somebody out there who's going to be like, oh my God, good bras are super... Like, are my boobs just going to be down around my knees at some point in my life, regardless of what bra I have on? Do you know what, Rosemary? That's actually not a question for you. You don't have the answer for our audience. Guys, are there any boob experts out there? Are my, knee, are my knees... Are my knees going to end up around my boobs at some point? Are, are my, my knees going to reach my nipples my... before the age of 55? <laughs> <laughs> well, so if anybody can answer that please let me know if you have any great bra recommendations please let me know thanks very much because I'm having loads of it's, I think it's to do with working from home like I'm having loads of underwire problems can I tell you what people are going to recommend to us because I've asked this question before on social media and this is what people have recommended there's a group on Facebook called Boob or Bust where they have this whole different method for measuring your boobs and they no, maintain I just, that basically I just everyone's want somebody that size. I trust I just want somebody that I trust to let me know I just want somebody that is listening to this and who feels my pain to let me know 
But we I'll also look up boober bust, okay? Yeah. What kind of person is a boob? What do you have to be doing to be a boob expert? I don't are know. Somebody like, who just cares about me. Somebody just cares about me and like cares about my boobs. Okay. I care about you and you literally were just like, this question isn't for you. No, no. It was for you, but you, you started giving me an answer about like whether my my boobs would be right down around my knees. You don't know. Like you don't know. No, I wasn't. I was going to say, I suspect it's a lot of it is to do with genetics is what I was going to say. Oh, well, in that case, I'm great. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to talk about my dream sponsor, Marks and Spencer Flexi Fit Knickers? Oh, yeah. I, Speaking of underwear. Yes, you can go ahead. So, I mean, I'm I laughing, but they're also my dream sponsor since you turned me on to them. Oh, my God. Marks and Spencer does this range called Flexi Fit. They also do bras as well now. And like, oh, I don't have one well, of like, those. Are they good? Yeah, well, I haven't actually tried them, but they do more like bralettes. I think they're all wireless. The emphasis seems very much to be on comfort with the whole Flexi well, let's Fit just... range. Let's just talk about the knickers because like seriously, they have been yeah. life changing. I look in the drawer now and if I don't have a pair of flexi fits, I'm, there's no undies going on today. Beatrice texted me one day and said, if I could choose between waking up and having like a million dollars in the bank and having a fresh pair of flexi fit knickers in my drawer every day for the rest of my life, I'd choose the knickers. <laughs> I would. I really and that would. was literally out of nowhere. We were not even talking about underwear. This text just came I into really my inbox. I really would. I genuinely would. Seriously, like they are the best thing. I, I Like I said to you yesterday, I have, a, I have an underwear drawer, which I actually have to go up to and just fucking burn. You and do, it is yeah. full of shit underwear. It is full of the worst bras, some of which you bought for me. It is full of like, but thanks for that though. It is full of terrible underwear particularly hating the ones that have elastic around the leg like who thought that was a good idea oh, yeah they like are actually i have a pair of black underwear that have a lovely lacy like soft lacy you know like no like pressure elastic top right they're their jersey pair of nice black jersey underpants underwear whatever pants knickers whatever you want to call them or as they call them knickers, here in america Beatrice. As they call them in America, panties. panties, which I absolutely hate. I hate that as well. And then like so super tight, hard elastic around the legs. So like, I don't even know where they're still in my drawer. Why have I not thrown them in the bin? Because every day I take them out and I go, I can't wear these, right? So why don't I throw them in the bin? I have a problem. Anyway, so in this drawer, which is overflowing and stuff actually falls out the back and prevents my drawers from closing, it is overflowing. But I guarantee you, like this morning I went in, I opened it and I was like, oh, nothing in here that I can wear. So I closed it and promptly went downstairs to the laundry room where my FlexiFit knickers were waiting with a smile on their face, waiting to be thrown onto my bum and worn all day long. With a smile on their gusset. The, yes. I have to say, I strongly recommend the full brief FlexiFit. They are so comfy. I like so all of comfy. them, but like, do they have, so is that extra leg pad? Is that a new thing or an old thing? I think Which that's is the, the modern brief, version. The one with the little, What? Which is the modern version because they changed them, right? I just like the ones that are like super plain and no yeah. extra seamed like leg pad. So the, so they basically have a midi version, which is the one you're talking about. And then the one that I like is the full brief that has like an extra little bit of fabric that kind of hugs the, the high crease. And that's the bit no, that no, you're saying you don't that. like. Don't need that. But don't I like that. that. No, no, no. Don't need yeah, that. I like that. Anyway, highly recommend if Marks and Spencer FlexFit would like to sponsor this podcast, I will happily pose for myriad you know photographs me? in my FlexiFit all... knickers. Yeah, I'll also hold them up and smile. But like all jokes <laughs> aside, right? Like to worry about sponsoring us, just send us lots of knickers, please. Oh my God, what size good are you? Point. What size am I? 10. This is... <laughs> 
I think I have 16 to 18. Do I not? What no, no, size no. are they? Uh, yours, yours are all 14 and mine are all 16. And oh that's gosh, the, only, the only way I can tell them apart. Size 10. Gas. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I like, have to say. Does she want the truth or does she want a lie? She wants the lie to be the truth. But in the absence of that, the truth will do. I also like black much more than I like the skin colored ones because the skin colored ones feel much more frumpy to me, even though they're oh, useful. But like I put them on, and I feel like a massive nerd. The black ones are just great and neutral. I'd say that happens to you a lot. But why I don't they ever do? Do they not do any colored ones? They do do colored ones. They do do oh. colored ones now. They do do. Well, that's what we need. Well, go and have a look on the website and you can ask mom to order well, them for you. Well, next up, we'll try the bras and we'll let you all know if they're good. <laughs> oh my God, riveting, riveting content. Yes, yes. Okay, so. No, no, no. I was I, I was just going to say on the topic of, on the topic of, cl- of closet clear outs and of like you clearing out your underwear drawer and everything. A couple of years ago, I tried to Marie Kondo my wardrobe, right? Well, like a couple of years ago, I did do massive clear outs because I lost a lot of weight, got rid of everything. Then immediately put all the weight back on and was raging no, no, that I sorry, like, sorry, missed sorry. all my nice clothes. I, I'd like to put a couple of caveats in here. A couple of years ago, you Marie Kondoed your entire life and you threw out every single thing. Like you became, you know, no judgment, but a maniac. Right, you threw out every letter, card, anything emotional. You threw them in the bin. Fine, we'll get to that in a second. You also then threw out every piece of clothing and consigned every single thing you owned, including all of the things of mine that you owned, and now oh. have no clothes. And now are shocked by the fact that you have no clothes and yet know where they all went because you gave them all away. You know, though, I genuinely think that was because I was very depressed. And that's apparently very common when people are very depressed that they lose attachment to material things. Genuinely. So you calling me a maniac is actually incredibly insensitive and unwoke. <laughs> I can't actually believe you're such a knob. That's no, unbelievable. But I mean, you absolute bitch. You've never said that before and now you're literally saying it now. I, I wrote about you that. Have... I wrote a piece about it on my Patreon, which you have read, titled, I whittled myself down to the bare bones. And I shall resend it to you because I actually have it on my desktop all okay. about. It doesn't mean I read it. Just because I, I sponsor got... you, Rosemary, doesn't mean I read you. I sponsor you to be a good sponsor because I love you. You should read me. Anyway, anyway. So I've done several closet clear outs, but I remember trying to marry Kondo and I was trying to do that thing where it's like, you know, she says, pick things up and ask, do they spark joy? Nothing. Sorry. Am I supposed to pick up like a t-shirt I bought in pennies six years ago that has a hole under the arm and that I just think like nobody's going to notice and think, does this spark joy? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Do I need it? Yes. Is it the only black t-shirt I own? <laughs> yes. Like, that's actually what a good point. Yeah, it's not this. all about. That's true because like going to the office is not necessarily about sparking joy. I mean, like, great. I'm I'm happy. Like, I I have a different job than most, so I can wear whatever I want to the office, right? But actually, I mean, I feel like so can most people now. A lot of workplaces now. A yeah, lot of people yeah. can, right? But like, I don't know. Well, we'll do this exercise with my closet in a little while, and I think I should probably be throwing out most of Don's clothes because the majority of them do not spark joy in me at all. No, no, it's about sparking oh. joy in him. Oh, is that not the point? Do I don't think they joy spark in joy him? in him at all. I don't think he even thinks about sparking joy. He just thinks, oh, I have 92 white t-shirts slightly faded with a V-neck. Oh my God, what would sparking joy... You, you know what? Spark, like, I feel like if all of my clothes sparked joy, I would be insufferable. I'd be like Emily in Paris walking around delighted with myself all the time. But you know, a lot of my clothes, now that I'm thinking about it all the same, I don't want to backtrack, like talk to the other side of my mouth. Lots of my clothes do spark joy. Although I do have like a couple of things that absolutely spark fucking rage of hatred and then I put them on and go to work. 
Like, I fucking hate my black jacket from... I don't know if it's from... I think it's from Zara or it might be from... The Blazer. Yeah, I don't know what that other company is called. But it has that fucking ruched sleeve. Do you know what? Maybe I should just try and cut the ruche out, but I don't think it works that way. I think the ruche is very engineered in, so if you unruche it, it's not like it becomes yeah. a normal sleeve. It's no, it like, becomes a weird shape. I, I think that's nice that on you. Okay, thanks, Rosemary. But the ruche is so dated, like so mm. dodge. What I would like to what I would like to do though is figure out like I feel like I have a massive imbalance of dresses slash like what's the perfect number what's the perfect ratio of trousers to tops to skirts to dresses nobody's told me that it's just like get rid of things you don't like okay I can do that but then I don't have a single top or a single pair of trousers do you know what I mean but like yeah but it also obviously depends on like I have loads of dresses and actually the perfect ratio of dresses to trousers for me would be zero to 20 because all I wear is trousers you know what I mean like I never yeah, wear my dresses. Yeah, but all I wear is trousers because, sorry, all I wear is dresses. But I think it's more because I just don't know. I don't have decent tops to wear with my trousers. Yeah, I know what you mean. I do think a good rule of thumb, though, when shopping especially, is, you know, the way you said earlier, like, that you have things that you think I could style that up. I'm trying never to buy anything that I think I could style that up. Like, if I'm buying something and I'm thinking I have to make an effort to make that work, I'm not buying it. <sighs> Rosemary, that is way, way too eyes. logical. Because I'm like, everything, I'm like, oh my God, I could wear this like this and I could style like this. And then I get home and I'm like, oh. But the thing is, because I haven't tried it on, then I try it on and I'm like hideous on me in the first place. Can't style it at all. You know what? Speak, speaking of trying on though, when this pandemic is over, I would like all clothes shops to reopen with mirrors that have basically a screen in front of them. And when you are ready to see yourself, you press the button and the screen opens and you see the mirror. Because so often I go in to try something on and then I catch a glimpse of myself with like one leg in the leg of a pair of trousers in Zara that's never going to fit me. The other leg's like up, up on the bench. I'm trying to hoik them up and my bra, like one boob has come out of my bra. And I'm horrified and then the whole experience is ruined. I just don't want to see myself until I'm ready. But you know, genuinely, like actually trying on clothes is, is so important. Remember we, we went into the anthropology, was it last Christmas? Oh, and yeah, I tried yeah. on an extremely beautiful dress that I had been coveting for months. And we try, I tried it on and Rosemary came in and goes, oh, um, mm, you know, turn around. And like that point, you're like, it's not a like, wow. But I mean, I would have bought that and then I would have suffered through it and I would have worn it out. I would never because like, I'm so bad at sending things back. You're much better at sending things back. I, yeah, yeah, I am good at sending things back. And and now that I have a sprained ankle, I'm, ex- you know, I'll tell you, I'm exceptionally good at sending Brandon to Target with things to bring back for me. <laughs> I've sent, sent him twice so far this week and <laughs> it's very Brandon. satisfying. He what comes could you possibly, why like, would he need to go twice? Why couldn't he go once in the weekend? Because I totally forgot about the other thing. But he came back like looking very hassled and hands me $30. It's great. And I'm just sitting on the couch. Yeah, cashed. So it's listen, like, all, having said, but having said all that, okay. So we, so I think you know, in the new year, it's a good, it's a good time. Like over the Christmas holidays, over the holidays, I will go through my wardrobe, and you can consult. But you're not allowed to say things like, "Will you try this on?" or "That's hideous." If I like it, okay. Okay, so you want me to be very tactful, which I'm not, and also psychic. Correct. Great, so we're good. But I'd like to go back in time and say, what's your favourite outfit that you ever wore? Probably um, for my graduation from NUI Galway, I had a really nice like 50s style dress, you know, like A-line with a sweetheart neckline. I think it was halter. 
Do you remember this dress? And it was like cream and had a floral pattern. It was so like with a really full skirt. It was one of those dresses that you can put a petticoat underneath if you want to. If you want to be very like Imelda May. Why would you want to do that? Okay. No, no, I didn't want to do that. But I wore it with like little heels. And I just loved that dress. And I remember feeling gorgeous in it. Hmm. You know, like, like I just felt as if it would kind of been made for me. You know what I mean? But then You don't need a dress to be gorgeous. Very soon thereafter, it was clear that if it had been made for me, it had been made for a past version of me and was no longer going to fit me. So uh, now, in fairness, I just said you don't away. need a dress to be gorgeous. But in, in you know, from my perspective, I would appreciate it if you had some kind of body covering just because, you know, <laughs> this is not a nudist economy. But it could be. Anyway, have you ever gone to a nudist beach? Uh, yeah, I t- well... I don't know if I've gone fully. Oh, I've well, you've done lots of You've done lots of okay. topless. What's your What's your favorite <laughs> outfit that you've ever worn? Your absolute head record. Uh, oh no, well, no, no, no! Hang on, stop, halt. What, I what? did do that naked photo shoot. Oh, you did with Spencer Tunick, who I was yes. only reading about today. I was funnily enough looking at a photograph of his. I think it was in the Guardian, and that he was showing wherever he had done his most recent photo shoot. It was lots of naked women, but they were all covered with a draped, like a gauzy pink or purple veil. And I was, I almost texted you to be like, oh, bless, don't you wish Spencer had given you this veil too? And then I was like, no, 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 she doesn't wish that. She's proud of herself. Well, I just I'm, more meant only... from a pure. I just more meant from a pure mortification. I cannot imagine rocking up in a, like in a massive gang of nudies. But like, I totally appreciate it. I just, don't think I could do it myself. But I mean, I wasn't mortified at all. I was just I know you were freezing. Yeah. Freezing. Oh my god, we arrived at like 3:30 a.m. or something. I mean, and Rosemary, your, your walked, nipples when but, you're freezing, like What? I said your nipples when you're freezing, to be fair. Oh my god, my nipples when I'm roasting Beatrice, like it make, <laughs> temperature makes no difference to my little like they could, they could cut glass. It's so what? annoying. <laughs> Do you remember the day nipples. I told you one day, didn't I, that I was in my house when I was when oh. I was living with Claire and my ex-boyfriend was there and Claire said something like, Rosemary, like, you know, you know, you can see your nipple through that top or something. And my ex-boyfriend went, oh, that's not her nipple. That's that's way too low. That's just something in her top. And it was my fucking nipple. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. That's way. <laughs> All bodies are good bodies, and some nipples. Maybe you were point sitting down. at a. Maybe you were. Si- <laughs> I was standing up, Beatrice. Although I appreciate you trying to make this effort. I was standing up. <laughs> now, I would like to know. <laughs> I need a break. Are you joking? Were you actually standing up? <laughs> yes, I was standing in my hallway. We about the to leave two the of them deserve to be like piss off crap mates. <laughs> I know I know <laughs> I had to like no wonder I moved countries to get away from these with, exactly. with, with friends like these etc exactly oh anyway tell me God. what's 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 your favourite outfit that you've ever worn and do you still have it I bet you do <sighs> you listen you bitch no I don't no, think no, I do no no um, that's, no that's actually in a good way like what's my favourite outfit that I well I mean I don't even I have no idea where my dad's dress is gone that I made myself the it's in the thing. wardrobe at home and I'd say mom's shipping oh, it over to you within it? about a week oh yes. my god literally yesterday she was on the phone going um, what else are you going to want are you going to want all these books um, I looked in your drawers yesterday and there's like some stuff in there that I'm going to ship over I'm like ship it then ship it and be done with it grand like I don't know what the I mean A I don't know what the like urgent desire for spaces unless you're about to fill it up as a COVID hospital but like otherwise <laughs> what's the issue right she sends it I all mean, over she's obsessed with, with emptying out our bedrooms and then when I say to her like if you had to get rid of one piece of furniture when you moved house I wouldn't give oh, her anything why would I oh, get rid of anything I, oh, I don't need I to get rid of anything 
recently I said, well, listen, if you were downsizing, because, you know, every house they look at is smaller than the one they live in. So, like, if you were downsizing, would you? Uh, Listen, your father and I have no need to get rid of any furniture. And I'm, I'm literally like, you found that sideboard, the one sideboard that they're obsessed with. On the side of the road, like, uh, do you know what I mean? It's an Beatrice, r- don't shame them. That cyborg they bought in Brown Thomas. Oh, it's not a shame. It's like extremely oh, it's good thrifting on their part. And it was actually yeah. the only thrifting they ever did. And it was amazing. And every other cool piece of furniture that they had, they threw out. I still will not get over those orange chairs. Orange you can chairs. post them, Rosemary. You can post them on the, on the, on the we- Instagram. We have a photograph of us actually sitting in those orange chairs. I found a picture frame on the side of the road, down the road from our house, not too long ago, in the rain one day. And I was like, oh my God, I'll bring that home. I'll like, use that to frame something. It was wet, brought it into the garage, and then it began to crumble under my thumbs. It was obviously made of some kind of clay. Mm. I was horrified. So Maybe that it was wasn't an art project. Story. Maybe it was an art project. It was supposed to see like, who would take this home. I found an amazing painting on the side of the road. Well, I thought it was amazing. In New York. It's now up in Nash's bedroom. Oh, did I tell you? So I went to the framers yesterday with Nash to pick up my paintings. I dropped some stuff in to be framed recently. And one of them is a painting of two women, like, perusing a a pornographic magazine and fondling a a porno cherub under the table. Anyway, Nash has never obviously seen this. We'll post a picture of it because that's not very clear. Yes, Nash has never seen this. And... uh, so we're in the framers and I go, Nash, would you like that? He goes, no, mom. I go, well, that's for your bedroom. Oh, my God. You're so gross. So we get in the car. I, I put it in the car. He goes, oh, my God, mom. Is that actually yours? I thought you were joking. <laughs> anyway, suffice to say, it's not for his bedroom. But back to my favorite outfit. Yes. Well, I think you've gone through. You've already made fun of my confirmation outfit, which I really, really loved. You um, made fun of that. I thought that was cute. It was just a pity that somebody's mother arrived wearing the same thing. Go on. Whatevs, whatevs. I, I've had a couple of really amazing outfits from our grandmother, from our father's mother. Oh, uh, one of which you I, wore her wedding yes. dress to your graduation from NCAD. Yes, yes. I have it upstairs right now. And I'm literally like, I don't know how this ever fit me, but it is magnificent. I also somehow managed to get a stain on the back, like or some kind of like decay on the back in the in, in the intervening years and it was so well minded but like I don't know what happened anyway it's gorgeous that's upstairs and it's beautiful and then she had this other amazing dress with kind of um, it was a jacquard like a black and baby pink fabric of check I have a picture of it upstairs I mean I have it upstairs I can take a picture and these really cool cool kind of retro pockets I don't know what they're called I wore it out in a night out with our cousins. I think you were there in Cork one night. We were out celebrating our cousin who was oh, who had a, an exhibition. exhibition. Yeah, and I was demonstrating a Spice Girls high kick, and I gave a high kick, and it split all the way up the back. So that was super annoying because it wasn't Why? the seam that split; it was the actual fabric. <laughs> Why would you? I was trying to show people how it was done. You know, my sporty Beatrice self, McCabe, gymnast. Yes. But I would say one of my, probably my most purchase that I always remember was my first paycheck, like my first actual top that I, like an outfit that I bought myself with my own money after I worked at the Irish Landmark Trust. I was down in Cork and I bought, went into Brown Thomas in Cork and I bought, what's it called in Cork? I can't remember. At the time it wasn't called Brown Thomas. It was called something else. Oh, it's totally called Brown Thomas now. And I bought a velvet top, Devore velvet top, which had like a cowl neck, short sleeves, it was navy and something, I can't remember, and like a button at the back. Absolutely obsessed with it. I wore it to everything I possibly could. I could barely fit in it. I remember in the dressing room, I actually thought I was going to have to call somebody to come and cut me out of it. But did I say, 
oh, this doesn't fit me and I shouldn't buy it. No, I bought it and then I proceeded to squash myself into it for every other event that I bought, every other life event. And I was so delighted with it. And I'm like, where did I, like what? I must have obviously consigned it or something. I can't believe that I would have done that. I should have wrapped it in gold paper and put it on a shelf. Idiot. I mean, for what? So I could look at it again and just remember oh. how happy I was with that purchase. Did it spark joy? Yes, it did, Marie. Maybe it could go in the Beatrice McCabe Museum and then they could be like, she wasn't all fashionable. Always fashionable, <laughs> sorry. It she could go, wasn't it could go in all there. fashionable. Thanks, Rosemary, with that Freudian slip. It, it could go in there with, your, with those stripy trousers I made you get rid of in Milan. You did not make me get rid of them. I still have them. I shamed them. you. I out. never you do no. not. No, I said I still had them. I did not. I do not still have oh, them. Oh, you just never wore them You anymore. made me stop wearing them. There is a distinct mm-hmm. difference. Those and mm-hmm. the flappy grey cargo pants with the straps. I can't believe you had those. <laughs> and you didn't. I had them in like, hot and yet, pink. Yes, and yet you shamed me out of my stripy trousers. I'd like to know what the problem was in my stripy trousers. Beatrice, they were extremely I had cool. them in hot pink when I was 17. You were 23. You're too old for these strappy cargo pants. I wasn't too old. You didn't have any problem with those. You only had a problem with my extremely cool stripy trousers, which were like extremely cool. I looked like Claire Vivier. It wasn't that the stripy trousers, there was nothing wrong with the trousers themselves. And I don't mean to be mean now, Beatrice, but it was the way in which you popped your hands, hands in the pocket of them, like fucking, not Oliver Twist, like your man, the street urchin. What's his name? Excuse me? Who would that be, Rosemary? The, the, the pickpocket in, uh, is he in Oliver Twist? What's his name? What? Basically, you used to put your hands in the pockets of them all the time and you only looked like you were about to break into a tap dance. Like, I can't even cope with this. What do you think pockets are for? Oh, nothing, Beatrice. Nothing. You're not supposed (laughs) to put your hands in them. You're not supposed to put... You know what, actually? My number one bugbear, I remember seeing wedding photographs from a woman that... From like a couple that I don't know, but I followed them on Instagram a couple of years ago. And in their wedding photographs, he has, I swear to God, he must have like a corkscrew in his pocket. He has his wallet, his phone. You can see the perfect outline of everything he has in his pockets. I was like, would you not just have left them with somebody else for the day? I hate Rosemary, seeing the outline of Rosemary, things in men's you know pockets. What? If there's, oh my God, TMI, we shall move on. So Rosemary, to wrap up, what do you think makes a memorable piece of clothing? What, what pieces of clothing should we keep? Oh, you're asking the wrong person. I don't really keep anything. Okay, do you have anything from your past, Rosemary, ever? Is there anything to prove that you were Rosemary McCabe in Ireland? Ever, for 30 years? <laughs> I ha- I have one little um, kind of, a, I'd say it's a cross between a cardigan and a jacket by Antique Batik that I got years ago. And it's like blush coloured and covered in sequins and all the sequins are falling off now. But I absolutely love it. And I've had that for... Probably at least 10 years. Because I remember having that in Amsterdam at Philip and Sarah's wedding. Do you know what? That reminds me that I have multiple shrugs that I need to get rid of. Oh, I think one of them is from you. Yeah, I remember a shrug. I'm sure, no doubt, I'll get rid of it and literally, literally everybody will be wearing shrugs all around me and I'll be regretting having gotten rid of it. But No, you won't. You'll just be like, thank God I'm more evolved than these people. I won't be thinking that at all. I'll be like, God, bring back my shrugs. Where are they? I'll be rushing down to like the charity shop to try and get it back. So... What do you think constitutes clothing that you should give away? How do you know when you should give away your piece of clothing? I mean, I have a very long list of like boxes clothing can potentially tick. Okay, 
does it have any holes in it get rid of it like holes as in that can't be sewn but holes in the actual fabric right Rosemary are you telling me that you set you sew up holes in your clothing no, no you but don't I just didn't want so to sound any wasteful. holes get rid so, of them <laughs> any holes get rid of them anything that you look at and you think oh that Rosemary sorry just so to go nice back what if those holes what if those holes are in really sexy places just asking well, I do, I do have a pair of crotchless panties, although. Oh my god! <laughs> remember, I Rosemary, told you I put them on and then couldn't I ask find these the questions. hole. Why anyway, do, what? Somebody couldn't find the hole. You, you couldn't no, find the hole. No, well, it's not that you couldn't. It was like it's it's like a flap of crossover fabric. Rosemary, like, men should understand. That's what men's like underpants are like. How only you are surprised by that? Yeah, but no, Beatrice. These these I'll. I'll try them on for you someday. They're very small no, and my body is no, very thanks. large. So there's a lot I'm of body good. compared to... It's just hard to... Anyway, listen, let's move on. I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Anything that has holes in it, anything Great. that you haven't worn in over a year, unless it is No, like, no, it's COVID. It's COVID. How long? No, 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 no. I'm Listen, let me finish. Over a year in normal times. In COVID okay. times... Over a year before COVID. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, like, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's but good. But like, basically, if you have stuff in your wardrobe that you're like, that could be lovely for a wedding and you've gone to four weddings this year and you haven't worn it, possibly mm-hmm. it's time to get rid of it. Okay. With the exception of, you know, like, there are things that you have that are amazing or like jackets or coats that you're like, I love that and I'm going to keep that forever even if I rarely wear it. That's fine. Whatever. Like, okay. if you have space, keep everything. No, no, I'm very no. indecisive. Don't, don't keep everything. Okay, you are extremely indecisive. How many pairs of runners is too many? The limit does not exist. Rosemary, what? way too many and you have too many. How many pairs of extremely dodgy stacked heels or platforms should one person own? None is the answer. And I yet have you have millions. Stacked. Excuse me. How, ma- I, how many? I only have runners because I never of st- wear heels. How, oh, how many pairs of stacked heels or platforms should one person ever have owned in their lifetime <laughs> not as many as you is the answer okay how do you know when things need to be thrown out the answer is you clearly don't the answer is you tell me I resist it and then, and then we are together we argue and then I say okay you're right and we throw out 92% of them by throw out I mean give away oh, I can't wait for COVID to be over so I can come and do a good wardrobe weeding well, I'll tell you, you're not doing a good... We're going to do it via Skype. I'll tell you, no, via Zoom or whatever fine. it is. Via video call. I'll tell you what What did, like, alert me to the fact that I needed a good wardrobe weeding from you, you know, etc. Was the other day I was thinking, well, I was looking at these clothes and I was thinking, you know what, like, these aren't going to fit me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's not that they're bad, but they just don't fit me and... I should get rid of them. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll bring them into the office to see if anybody wants them. And then I was, like, faced with the reality of, like, I was going... I guarantee a 90% of this bag will still be intact at the end of the day and I will be mortified. So I thought to myself, you know what? That means they're hideous and need to go. Right? Yes, that's an excellent, like, if you wouldn't donate them to people in your office because you'd be too embarrassed, then yes. they're not good enough for no, you. No, no, I would they're donate they're not good enough them. for people in your no, office. No, 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 they're good enough for them. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are like, I was talking about new things. Like brand oh. new things never worn. I was more like if the people in your office would not want to take these pieces home with them. Oh, no. Because I've, I've worked in loads of offices where nobody would wear anything I wear and I'd be like, Abs- that's oh. absolutely fine. No, you no, can no. wear your I work nude in an heels. Extreme, I work in an extremely eclectic office where oh, people, true, all yeah. tastes, people wear nice things. 
yes, nice things and questionable things and edgy things and I can make this work things. And if those individuals cannot find a way to make my brand new Ralph Lauren Aztec style sweater work, crop style sweater work, then there is no hope for it and it should go in my donation bag. Nobody can make a Ralph Lauren crop sweater work. Aztec style. I, my point Thank is, I don't, think so it, I don't think it was a crop rosemary. It was a normal size, but I bought it too small. Anyway. Thank you all so much for listening. We would love to know how often you clear out your wardrobe, how you know what to get rid of, how you know what to keep. And actually, I mean, listen, people aren't going to answer all these questions. But the most important thing I would like <laughs> to know is, what's the oldest piece of clothing you have in your wardrobe and when's it from? And I'd also like to know if are stripy trousers really disaster or could I just have worn them? Was Rosemary just jealous of my extremely good posturing? We will catch you on Friday for a mini-sode. Happy Christmas. Oh, happy Christmas. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Donald Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie.